So did something happen this week or what? Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. I just got back from Barcelona yesterday. So tell me everything about your trip. I'm sure we have nothing else to talk about today. Yeah. So about my trip, um, should be quick, um, like half an hour and we're done with the trip. Um, yeah, I went to Barcelona. Hey, um, I see this, uh, did you see the, this, uh, thing, the, um, WWDC. I think you're supposed to say dub dub or double dub in in San Fran. That's not anymore. San Jose. Oh, yeah. Double dub DC in in San Jose. (laughs) San Jose. Uh, Okay. uh, I'm going to try to make this quick because I don't have a lot of time today, unfortunately. But famous last words. We'll see how this goes. So. I decided for us to just go through. So Tim Cook went on stage and said, "Hey, we have six Good things morning. to tell you. Good morning. <laughs> um, we have six things to tell you about." Uh, so I listed those six things. Which spoilers is Apple TV, Apple Watch, Mac, iOS, iPad, and music. And We're just want, just want to say that I got that right on Twitter with my tweet. Counted what, what tweet? six things. Well, because when he started the, the event, he said six, ding, six things. So I was like, okay, yeah. there's four OSs, then there's iPad Pro, and there's Siri Speaker. And turns out that was true. Cool, man. So Congratulations. Really happy about it. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, any opening statements before we go through the announcements? Um, any opening statements? Um, I mean, okay, so... I think one thing we need to clarify is this episode is being recorded like just a few hours after the keynote ended. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll probably get a lot of things wrong. And mm-hmm. there's probably a bunch of, of things that we're going to miss. Um, yeah. I, I have just installed the beta on my iPad. I've been trying to go through it as quick as I can. Um, but I might be missing stuff. So, um, yeah, please bear with us, uh, and we'll probably have a lot of corrections um, on the yeah, next, we, next episode. Yeah, we haven't uh, read, like, all the marketing pages. We haven't, so you just said you just installed it. I am, as we speak right now, I am installing it on my main phone. I mean, what could oh, go wrong? Oh, God. Um, it's uh, six minutes remaining. Um, two minutes ago was four, so that's a good start. Uh, yeah, so I haven't played with it. I just, you know, I, I, I watched the, the keynote and I've read some tweets. Uh, I scanned through the marketing pages and that's pretty much it. So yeah, we're going to get stuff wrong probably. And, uh, spoilers, there's a very, it's very likely that next episode, so next week we have been, by that time we've been playing with the OS's. Uh, all the betas for a while and we had time to formulate our thoughts and we're probably going to listen to a bunch of podcasts of other people with and their opinions and anyway so next i feel like this is like the out of the cuff or whatever the expression is like uh, like <laughs> off, our, the cuff. off the cuff <laughs> like a hot take impressions and opinions and this is it and then probably next week is going to be the, the smart episode where we actually <laughs> sound smart uh, <laughs> wait do we ever sound smart well, not maybe. Really sure I like that. to think so, but maybe not. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, okay, so the first thing... Oh, uh, wait. 
yeah, I guess that counts as opening statement. I, w- I also want to add before we get into it that um, we our predictions last week. Um, how do you feel they they? How do you feel that they performed? Like we were not that off, right? Um, like it was basically iPad focused. Uh, I was not expecting uh, all the Mac announcements, um, especially hardware. Uh, yeah, that was nuts. And Apple Watch was was a bit uh, disappointing, uh, and Apple TV as well. But well, let's not get into it. Right. I mean, but my yeah. overhauls. Um like feelings around this event is it really felt like apple just woke up (laughs) after like a few years of just nothing happening um Mm -hmm. and was playing catch up like playing catch up on ipad side playing catch up with the um, lady in a canister thing um and even on the mac right like Comparing with Windows, like they were pre-announcing stuff, which they don't typically do. Um, So it really felt like Apple was saying, we're back and we're updating all the things. It was long. It was like two hours and a half or something. It was a long keynote. It was very rushed. Like you could tell, especially the first half, it was like they were rushing through it because they were on a schedule and the keynote started late. Like, yep eight minutes late yeah. which is unusual um so yeah they were like on the clock and they had a lot of stuff to talk about and just rushed through it which is fine i mean which, it's which not is the same thing a... we're gonna do yeah so let's go let's go so number one number one thing that they announced apple tv lol <laughs> yeah. um the only thing that apple tv uh got on stage was um announcing that uh, Amazon um, Prime Video, I think that's what the service is called, mm-hmm. um, is coming to the Apple TV, which famously, you know, Amazon and Apple, they, they are competitors, especially in the box in your TV type of thing. They have the, the Fire TV, whatever it's called, the little puck. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, when the new Apple TV with the App Store came out, um, famously, Amazon was not in it uh, for the longest time. Well, till now. Uh the only way you had to watch uh, Amazon Prime video content on your Apple TV was to use their iOS app and then airplane that video to the Apple TV, which was a hack. It was not great. But then, uh, so now they announced that uh, Amazon Prime video is coming to the Apple TV. And they haven't announced a date yet. It's like this year or whatever. Later this year. Which is super vague. It means everything. Like basically yeah. everything um, they announced today was later this year. <laughs> Uh, pretty much, except for the betas, I guess. Oh well, no, the new iPad, but we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. We'll get yeah, into that um, soon. Um, I, uh, what do you think? Uh, I'm, I'm excited because I, I think I mentioned here on the past uh, show, I have subscribed to a year of Amazon Prime <laughs> by accident. Uh, by accident, and so I have an Amazon Prime membership that I can't use because. Um, like they don't allow you to watch their content outside of the US, but I have a VPN and stuff uh, on my Apple TV, so it'll be fine. So um, I will finally be able to collect the the fruits of that membership, <laughs> and that's it. It's oh, they they did mention that you and you're gonna hear more from Apple TV later this year. Meaning maybe that's not all, but you know, at least today th- this is all we got. Right. I would assume a 4K Apple TV 
coming. Right, right. You would so, assume so, right? Yeah. Especially but, because they, yeah, they mentioned that 4K. Yeah. Heavily uh, later on the Mac section. Yeah. But honestly, like, I, I didn't mind that the Apple TV didn't get a ton of updates because I think it's mostly fine. <laughs> like, I just, I use it for Netflix and to play TV shows and it works. It's not too bad. So. Yeah, I would say the my biggest gripes with the current state of the Apple TV, they're mainly like um, content and, and country restrictions and stuff, right? Uh, for example, I don't have the TV app on my uh, iOS devices. Right, uh, I don't I'm either. Outside of the US, yeah, and and Netflix is not on the TV app, which is stupid. Uh, actually, uh, now this makes me wonder if the Amazon uh, Prime thing, if they're going to be uh in the tv app i don't know uh because right now it's only you know content from itunes um hbo and hulu at least that that i'm aware at least those are the the things that i have so yeah i don't know okay uh can we move on yeah let's go let's do it uh okay number two apple watch and watch os 4 basically that's all apple watch we didn't see any new bands we haven't seen any new hardware but that was to be expected um and watchOS 4, I mean, I was excited to, you know, hear and, and hear about new APIs and what me as an Apple Watch developer, what I could do. But if I were to be realistic, you know, watchOS 3 was such a big improvement in departure from watchOS 2 that to be expecting that kind of a leap with this new OS would be, you know, kind of unrealistic. So this is a smaller update. Um, yeah, I still feel like there's a ton of low-hanging fruit in watchOS, so I'm slightly disappointed that there weren't that many updates here, um, but I'm, so, I'm also want, wondering if there's some things that we just haven't seen. Um, it's possible. I mean, going through the marketing page, which, by the way, the, the website, the scroll hijacking drives me bananas. Oh, yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> So, okay, let, 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 let me go through what was announced, uh, and then we can go through. Uh, I'm actually curious to, to hear what are those um, low-hanging fruits that you think that okay. they could tackle. So, uh, <laughs> they announced one the major three new... one. Uh, um, okay, save it, save it. Uh, let's leave uh, people okay. <laughs> um, curious. Okay, so uh, they announced three new uh, watch faces. One is called uh, the Siri face, whatever. Siri, I don't know what it's called. It's a Siri thing, a Siri face, which is yep. a proactive watch face that you know has a clock and it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't seem to have any uh, complications. So you you can't really pick what you see. I assume, but you have you know the time and date, and then it's all small cards um, powered by Siri, and those cards are going to be aware of your calendar your reminders your whatever you, you are if you have an appointment or what uh, the time of day um so for example in the morning if you look at your watch probably you're going to have you know your next appointment or your next meeting and the weather or something or like uh, directions to the office or this is just me now assuming <laughs> um so it's like an intelligent watch face context aware watch face yeah i um, like this idea but I feel like the information density on, on this face is not great. Like, you can see the first card well, and then the other one is, like, light gray on a bit darker gray. 
which seems very hard to read. It all feels like super cramped. But you have 1,000 uh, nits on that screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't I'm know. Just I feel like if you're trying to look at this thing at a glance, it might be hard to see what's, what's on there. But you can scroll, and then you, you get a, a million cards, basically. I was, uh, spoilers, I was like on Slack and kind of working uh, during the, the keynote, so I missed some things. So you can, you can scroll using your digital, digital crown, crown yeah. scroll? Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. good. That's good. Um, and there's I, a ton of cards that are hidden. There. Right. So um, you just scroll, 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 scroll. I love the idea. I don't trust Siri enough <laughs> to, you know, to feel good about that. This is just, just going to be annoying. Like, no, I want my things, you know, next appointments or whatever. Um, yeah, so I, I agree. I wonder if this is going to be um, frustrating because you... It's not up to your expectations. Um, the the other two watch faces is a Toy Story one, so kind of like we already have like Mickey and stuff. We have the Toy Story characters. Uh, uh, what is it? Is like Buzz, Woody, and whatever. Um, and you have this weird one with kaleidoscope, whatever you call it. You call it kaleidoscope? Is that a, I don't know. Kaleidoscope. Kaleidoscope. Sure. Uh, Kaleidoscope watch face turn static images <laughs> into mesmerizing, it, interwining like patterns. DJ Khaled scope. <laughs> DJ Khaled on Periscope. Periscope. Um, yeah, there you go. So Show yeah. Oh, by the way, so okay, those are watch faces. The other ones, um, I mean, they're they're boring. Um, those cards on the Siri um, watch face, that UI pattern, they've been using that now a lot. So they use it in the workouts app. Uh, they use it in the oh, on the new like music. Um, Wait, what are you talking suggestions? about? Suggestions. So if you look at the the Siri watch face, right? Uh, yeah. Those cards, like the little cell things on the oh, list. Oh, right, right, right. Like yeah, the the, the, the selected one is bigger, and the other ones like fade behind. Mm -hmm. That they've been replacing a lot of UI elements that they were just like simple um, lists, like a. a, a you know, table list or whatever, um, with this. So I guess they're, they're moving away from just a list that you can scroll through to this new cards UI. You can see that in the workout app as well. Yeah, and if you remember, that UI is very inspired by um, the home app on the watch. I don't think I've ever used the home app on the watch. Interesting. Ah. So yeah, if, I have it. Um, yeah, I have if you're it. familiar with the home app, it's basically the same design idea. So it's oh, ba so basically I have the home app, but I have no accessory. So I guess I, uh, just, okay. I can't. Right. Really I can sh send it. you a picture. Um, it's interesting how throughout well, watchOS, I guess, and especially iOS, how music in the home app and news app from iOS. Oh my 9, God. Well, what no, happened? 10. Okay. So mean? Sorry. Dude. <laughs> I just... I just realized they changed the A in San Francisco. Are you serious? While you were looking at it? No. Oh, wait. Okay. It's just in notes. Okay. Never mind. We can carry on. So they went from a two story A to a single story A, which looks horrible in my opinion. What? Yeah. Um, Kevin tries the new beta live. Yeah, sorry um, about that. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. Uh, they also announced. Uh, just, I'm just going to try to rush through this watch because it's kind of boring. Um, 
new uh, monthly uh, challenges on the activity thing, which are tailored to your um, usage, I guess. So if you are a very active athlete, they're going to, you know, give you some challenging, um, well, monthly challenges. Um, if not, well, anyway, it's like a custom challenge for you just to keep you motivated. Uh, not only just to close your rings on a daily basis, but as well on, on a monthly basis, I guess. New animations on the celebration. The new workout app looks kind of cool. Uh, you have new workouts as well. Um, you have the, you see that the, when you're on the workout app, they will turn do not disturb mode and you can just like swipe from the right to go to your music controls, which is, like, I love thank that. God. Yeah, thank God, because it was a pain in the rear to just be on like on the Nike or workout and then double tap the home, well, not home, whatever the button is called. Um, it was a mess. Anyway, the music app kind of looks different as well. I haven't heard anything from the like the the now playing thing. Um, I don't think they showed the control center on this, so I'm assuming is it's the same. Uh, but now you have like the Siri thing, like all the assistant app, I guess, and the dock instead of being a horizontal thing list that you can scroll through is like a this follows this card paradigm, like on vertical scroll. Right, which I'm not convinced about. Like I would love to try it because um, right now, if you tap on the dots in the paging thing, mm -hmm. you can fast can scroll. scroll. Fast. Right. Yeah, and I use that all the time. Um, so I hope that behavior doesn't go away entirely because um, mm -hmm. I, I thought it was really useful. Uh, but maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's better when you're using the, the d digital crown. Maybe it makes more sense. I don't know. Uh, but the, the one feature that I was really hoping for is better, easier access to the music controls on the watch, which they didn't really talk about. So but do you have that instead of... Because I just seen on a workout tab, so I'm curious to know if that is a system wide thing, right? Or just it doesn't seem like it. Workout. It seems like it's just for the workout app. But yeah, I completely agree with you. I would love that in every single screen of the right. of the watch. Like swipe right would always be um, to go to your your music. Yeah, so. and I mean, I know they just or even changed just from control the watch on iOS. Yeah. I know they just changed the control center on iOS, but if they could just bring like the the current iOS 10 style like to the watch, meaning you swipe from the bottom to go to control center and then just swipe to the right or left or whatever, so you have a new yeah. page that is just music controls that that like that would work uh, yep. for me. <laughs> I'm not asking yeah, for, for me more. too. Um, smaller things before I move on. Uh, new Siri icon, which is yeah okay. I don't love it. It's okay. <laughs> I don't love it, uh, but I don't mind it. I don't hate it. It's okay. Um, but it, what else? It's uh, like a lens the... flare. It doesn't make any sense anymore. <laughs> Siri is becoming like self-aware. Like it's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's being illuminated. Yeah, and, and they uh, from the somehow inside, feel from the, the pressure core. every year to make Siri look a bit different for n absolutely no reason. Because uh, it's growing, like ooh, fresh. But it's like, we all know powerful. behind the scenes, like that you didn't completely replace Siri. Like it's still the same thing behind the scenes, uh, even if you change the voice and all all that. Um, yeah. So yeah, I would give the icon a thumbs up. I didn't even like the one that was before that. I liked the one that was like two series ago that had like the flat <laughs> uh, wavelength colors. Mm. 
Um, well, they are I moving from like two D to three D, right? Seems to be the thing. I guess. Right. Because we can be more. But it's not just a voice assistant. Is everything. <laughs> and everything anyway, um, small things. Uh, bold type. Bold type everywhere. Even on the modular watch face. Now the 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 time. Like everything is bolder. Everything. Oh really? Thicker. Do All you have a screenshot? No, I remember seeing it uh, in the keynote. I don't. I don't have a screenshot. But if you go back, well, I could be wrong. I was, you know, it was a stream. Because on the, the Siri, not... it's on the Siri watch face, it's bolder. But if you look at the Toy Story watch face, it's not bold. Yeah, on the Toy, uh, yeah, on the Toy Story, it is thinner than on the modular. I can, I, I'm pretty sure about that one. So mm, okay, yeah. Uh, what else? That that that's pretty much it. Anything else that you can think of? Um, just looking at the page right here. No, not a lot, honestly. Like, there's not much that I'm excited on on the new Watch OS. Uh, one thing that is cool is that music is now gonna sync automatically to your watch. So, and it's gonna try to be smart, like your recently added playlists and oh, cool. Recently listened to music is gonna be automatically on your watch. So who knows like how well that's going to work but i like this idea of like i just never want to have to worry about it like just sync me some music that i seem to kind of like <laughs> onto my watch so that at least i have something so uh, i give that a thumbs up because the current way is like every time i remember and i want to sync music to my watch it's already too late because it takes ages to sync like a playlist or an album so the only way is like to, you select. It's very awkward, but you have to go to the watch app on iOS, select a playlist. Uh, you can't even select like artists or albums because like one playlist and that's it. And like overnight, it will sync it, and it will take forever. So I I yeah. want that. Um, smaller things, more like developer focused, but you do have like a a blinking light, like a, a flashlight type of thing. So imagine that you're. Imagine that you went to Barcelona uh, Music Festival and you're like trying to, you know, tell someone where you are. You could use your Apple Watch like to emit a blinking lights like signal so people can like find you. That's pretty cool. And also developers uh, are going to have uh, amongst a lot of things, uh, a full screen API, which that's all I know, like the name <laughs> full screen API. But I kind of welcome that because nowadays you always have like the time it's very awkward but it's kind of hard to get rid of the time thing um on the top left corner uh top right um and you're gonna have a screen rotation api which is also interesting um and that's all i have do you really want apps to be able to take over the entire screen though yeah i kind of like that the time's always there i welcome that <laughs> as an option <laughs> I'm kind of skeptical about it. But what would you do with it? What do you mean? Offer full screen experience apps? Things? Yeah. Like it's kind of like it's why? kind of hard to design so, okay, around if, it. If there was on, on the on on the iPhone, if there was an option to say always show the status bar, no matter what, always show the status bar. I would check that option in a heartbeat. Uh what about video? Um, that's maybe questionable, but are you really going to be watching video on your Apple well, Watch? No, but I'm, I'm just saying that, you know, it's good to have the option, uh, I would say. Uh, I remember when I was designing Break to Safe, it's like, you know, I started with the mockups without the, the, the time, and then it was like, oh, okay, wait. Um, and I mean, for, for the game, it's fine, but imagine that 
you know, in your app, one of the things that you want to show is also the time in a fancy way or whatever, or do some cool things with it. I, I don't know. Like having to have that is kind of, I don't know. Again, I haven't looked into the specs of this API. I actually don't know what it's about. I just saw this. So right. uh, let's, uh, hey, tune in next week to find out more. Um, <laughs> yeah. Should we move on? Anything else on the Apple Watch? Mm, no, that's basically it. Yeah, I think we can skip to the next one. Okay, let me take one moment to talk about Shopify. Um, so at Shopify, we have a growing team of uh, over 180 uh, uh, people on the UX team that are spread across five offices in Ottawa, Toronto, Waterloo, Montreal, and San Francisco. And just recently, we released our design system, Polaris, um, which allows our partners to build out apps that integrate seamlessly into our core products, um, but also gives the world uh, kind of a peek into our design thinking. So if you're curious to see the, the stuff that we're thinking about um, on the design team at Shopify, go check out polaris.shopify.com. You'll get like real insights into how we see design um, and how we, we work in systems. Um, we also have over 100 designers that are working on uh, building out products that are used by over 400,000 merchants, uh, which have millions and millions of, of customers uh, combined together. Um, so it's a huge uh, opportunity to have a big impact. Um, so you can check out more detail about our design process and our UX team on Twitter, Instagram, and Medium. Uh, simply by searching Shopify UX. And the reason why I wanted to tell you about Shopify is, is that we're hiring designers, content strategists, researchers, uh, and UX leads. Um, so you have nothing to lose. Um, you should check out shopify.com careers, get more information, um, and hopefully apply. And honestly, if you have any questions, uh, you can reach out to me personally, either over email or on Twitter or anything like that. And I would love to talk to you about my experience working at Shopify. Um, so huge thanks to Shopify for sponsoring this episode of Layout. Uh, and now let's get back to the show. Boom. Number three. Number three. Mac. Uh, <laughs> Mac. Uh, Mac OS. Hi, Sierra. Which are you? High? I was like waiting so long <laughs> for Craig Federico to say, "Oh, whatever." That was a joke. Like I, I really, because yeah. you know he's joked before about names. Um, so I was like, you know, I don't know. So <laughs> I, I don't, I don't really uh, like this name. But it, it's not a joke. It it's is called joke. Hi Sierra. And, uh, they Craig uh, just uh, dropped a lot of uh, pot dad jokes. Um, they said that this release was a fully baked. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> fine. I mean, I don't care that much. But uh, one of the things that this kind of the name already implies is that it's not a big departure from Sierra. It's it's uh it's a snow leopard to the leopard it's a mountain lion to the lion it's uh do we have more we didn't the, I, I feel like this is the first adding mm. um like a prefix to the name on the california um naming thing yeah yeah for so sure. um, it's interesting that they decided to go back to that to that um style of naming uh the os um but 
so this is a very like snow leopard like release um which i welcome i welcome i mean i'm all for it i don't need you know major new features but we we do have some features so we have a redesign uh, well kind of a design tweak on photos for example um i still can't be sure but i it feels like the shadows on the windows are darker uh I had an impression when I was looking at this. No. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't think so. I can't tell. Yeah. Anyway. I think it's just the screenshots that they're using. Okay. Okay. Well. Okay. That maybe make, make them look different, but I think it's it should be the same. Okay. So uh, one major feature is that um, they're switching to the Apple file system. So they're moving away from... Wait. I can now actually properly use the bell. Um, they are <laughs> away from, the, <laughs> from HFS Plus and... I I'm <laughs> when they started talking about that I was like oh okay they don't have a lot of yeah, that was like the first thing <laughs> that's, that's because last year when they actually did announce that they had a new file system like they built a new file system it didn't even make the keynote so and now yeah. it's like the first feature that's like about new OS so yeah um I am a bit um afraid to upgrade like especially to the new beta i don't know i know that on ios we switched to apple file system on a point release and so far i haven't heard mm -hmm. one single like complaint or anything catastrophic happening which is amazing it's an amazing feat from apple um <laughs> yeah i wouldn't want to be the person who was in charge of saying no like, yep let's go forward with this it was update. amazing but but uh but they but did it the and Mac, we're fine so uh, like on iOS, there's Mac a level a lot of more complicated. Like, you as a user are very like far away from the file system. At least that's how I feel like, right? Yeah. Um, on on the Mac, it's kind of different. <laughs> so I am very like curious to uh, let's just say that I'm I'm gonna wait uh, to uh, to install the new beta <laughs> on my Mac. Yeah, I'm definitely not installing the Mac beta. Like it's just not worth it. Really. Well, let's see. <laughs> I have or, every year, and I probably will again. But like, I mean, I do have two computers, so like worst case scenario, I'll just right. work on my laptop or something. Um, so I don't know. Um, mm. It's it's uh, the new file system. They they demoed duplicating files, which <laughs> which was a very exciting demo. Uh, it is super fast, I guess. Um, <laughs> So yeah, uh, I mean, uh, just reading from the from the marketing thing, uh, responsive. Uh, it's designed to make common tasks like duplicating a file and finding the size of a folder's content happen instantly. Which, I mean, I, I feel like everyone have has experienced this. You click on a spotlight thing on a folder, like on your Macintosh HD folder. Well, it's not a folder, uh, whatever. And it takes like I'd say one of the most five minutes just... to calculate oh, the file ahead. size, which is. <laughs> yeah <laughs> kind of ridiculous i'd say one of the most interesting announcements were um the updated editing controls in the yeah photos in the app. whole uh, ui cleanup on photos right yeah i mean they did some made some changes but not that much the grid looks different um the ui is very similar this the 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 sidebar is a little cleaner now you can finally like group albums and like collapse thing right um you, you do have the headers from music news um uh, home we, we should call it we should you know come up with a name for this what ios 11 style 
I guess. I guess, yeah, I guess. But you know, um, it started on music, so. So yeah, they added pro controls to photos, uh, which is great. Honestly, I'm really happy about that. Um, they've added curves, levels, white balance, um, a new selective color option. Um, so they went a lot further than I was expecting. That's for sure. Um, and also went a little bit into uh, photo edit mm-hmm. territory uh, with their their controls, um, which is totally fine. Because um, as far as I can tell, this is Mac yeah. only. I think so. Um, so these are not coming to iOS. Um, and honestly, yeah, like I welcome these tools. I will definitely use them whenever I edit photos on my Mac, which is very rare, but <laughs> it's nice to have them. Uh, and I like seeing Apple invest more into the photo editing world. I think it's a, it's a yeah, good thing. It's move. like they, they are slowly bringing Aperture back into photos. <laughs> right. Very slowly. Yeah. By the way, I just clicked, well, tapped install update on my phone. Uh-oh. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I have it on my iPad. It's very buggy. <laughs> I'm very excited as well to the to all of the improvements to Safari. So you can you can um, disable videos that autoplay, which is amazing. Um, they have yeah. very in- intelligent um, tracking prevention, which is I'm not sure exactly what it's doing or when it's doing, but I don't know. You can keep your data private, I guess. Um, also, you can you can set per website settings. So, for example, uh, let's say that on Facebook, enable content blockers on Facebook, and you know I want the page zoom to be at one twenty percent, for example. Uh, and you can save those settings per website. So every time you visit that website, you you can visit with those settings, which is cool. Um, this is very weird. This is a weird one, but you know, reader. Uh, so now you can turn reader like always on. If the website supports, yeah, which is so weird. Why would a website support? Because you don't want to design your website and just like push HTML. Uh, I don't. It's so weird. I don't. I don't understand this. No, no, no. Well, so a reader doesn't turn on for everything, mm. right? Like if you're on the Apple website, you can't turn mm. on reader, um, but you can on art, on web pages that it detects as being an article. And I don't know what kind of algorithm they use to be able to tell that. Um, so, but basically, that's that's what it means. So, if you can turn reader on, then you can like have it default to being on every time you visit that website. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Does that make yeah, sense? Okay, that makes sense. Um. Um. Which like. I feel like the use case for that might be very, very narrow, mm-hmm. but I'm like, why not? <laughs> you know. Um, another interesting feature is um, being able to share um, iCloud uh, files with anyone. Yeah, yeah, but it's just well, it's just through iCloud, so I can't like get a link and send it to you, right? Like like the Dropbox share link. Yeah, that's that's unclear to me because they say the people you invite can simply click the link and get to work. Yes, and I obviously don't have it on my computer, right. so I can't say. Um, but um, if a brave listener has it, <laughs> has a beta on their computer, I would love to know. Um, 
because yeah like a bunch of people were exploring moving to um well away from from dropbox mm-hmm. right because it's like a little creepy and like doing weird stuff to your machine um so this would like bring icloud drive a lot closer to the functionality mm-hmm. of, of dropbox which i personally like because even even though i still enjoy using dropbox i want them to have a worthy yeah, and competitor. have an option you know um, if you decide to you know move away from dropbox. yeah exactly yeah so i, I applaud this this change i think it's it's um, the right one um, so i also good. like that now your imessage convos are stored in icloud meaning <laughs> yeah <Finally. laughs> meaning when you set up a new device or well yeah i guess when you set up a new device or like a restore or whatever uh just like with notes and reminders and mail all that is stored in icloud so just sign in with your icloud account and you get all that back uh now we had the same one uh, imessage um messages conversations so um if you like buy a new iphone sign up log in with your icloud thing and you get all the previous uh chats um i wonder if they're gonna do the same like with all attachments because this could get heavy like this this could be a lot of gigs and gigs of files so if they just sync all that i don't know um also yeah i don't know they're they're gonna provide icloud storage plans for like for the family uh family sharing thing which is great but i don't see any prices yet so I don't know if it actually is great. Uh, I know that I like I have <laughs> like me, my girlfriend, my mom, my sister. They're all on this family uh, uh, iCloud, iTunes, whatever it's called, family sharing thing. And you know, as probably a lot of our listeners, um, <laughs> we have experienced this. Is like you know, my mom uh, sending me a text like, "Hey, my iPhone is keeps telling me that iCloud is full, or whatever." Uh, or same thing with my sister. Or it's like, "Hey, I can't take pictures uh, because iCloud. I can, I can I disable iCloud photo yep. storage thing?" And I'm like, "Nope, don't. <laughs> I'll just pay like one dollar, whatever. I'll give you like five hundred gigs or something." So I am effectively paying like one iCloud storage. A plan for each family member because <laughs> i prefer no yeah because I... <laughs> I prefer to pay there's oh just like God. this one dollar a month i feel like it's like 100 gigs maybe <laughs> i don't know 50 gigs like the smallest plan after the the free five gigs so i was just like i prefer to pay this one dollar right. or five dollars or whatever just so i don't have to troubleshoot you can't do backs backups or whatever so i i'm doing that and i also pay for the one terabyte plan i think for for myself so i don't know how like what these plans new family plans are going to cost um i assume it's going to be worth it for me (laughs) i hope um hopefully uh, and i just noticed that the screenshots um of the of like notes the screenshots on the marketing website they're not cropped correctly so on the rounded corners you can see the sharp like dark background from dark anyway it's nerdy uh you seen this are you on the um high sierra marketing page oh yeah yeah. you can see the black little triangle (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah cool hmm. you think they would have noticed but i know cool um all right also okay uh, another big one that we kind of just skipped through um Apple is pushing, well, not pushing, is allowing uh, 
development for VR on Macs now. It's also, you know, it's not just the High Sierra update. It's very much like a new hardware update you're going to talk about in a second. But, like, it's like a big part of the presentation, like all this VR thing. You even had a demo uh, from someone from uh, Lucasfilms or uh, whatever it's called. The, the, the ILM. Um, so it's like, it's like they're, they're apologizing for it. We know this has been a thing now for a while. Uh, and we were completely out of it. Um, famously, like today, if you want to develop, if you if you want to develop for VR, uh, you had to have a, a Windows. Like, there's no Mac that could drive this. So they kind of like admitted uh, that they were falling short, and they, you know, I I don't know if this is actually like good alternatives. If this is good hardware, and if if this works great or not, but at least they're doing something. Um, they have uh, partnerships with um, Steam VR, um, um, I don't know, Unity, Unreal. Also, Final Cut Pro is going to support um, 360 video, uh, which is awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, I was very impressed by their hardware. Okay, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. So, they had a refresh basically for every laptop except the MacBook Air. It's well, and but they mentioned it though. The MacBook Air, really? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. missed it. I missed it. Yeah. So they they said something like, and we'll also update the MacBook Air with some uh, speed. It's funny bump how later, later on the year. slides when they show like the Mac family, they don't show the Air because it would be like, <laughs> you know, glaring. It's the ugly like, stepchild. It would stand out so much. Like, look at me. I am so old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, um, but apparently that is also getting an update. So basically across the board, like other than the Mac Pro and the Mac Mini, obviously, but um, how the Macs are getting a speed bump. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know what? A good job, Apple. Like this is what people have been asking for. Like it just like show commitment yeah. to these machines. Like, yep, we're just going to improve them a little bit. Like every time we can put in new parts and do small incremental improvements um so yeah that was that was great to see and the speed bumps are mainly uh, an update to the is it skylake the new intel chip uh uh it's kb lake there you go kb yeah. lake and 80 percent increase in graphics whatever that means um <laughs> also the, the the imax now support up to 64 gigs of ram um yeah and the new screen which should be awesome. Uh, a bit sad that my LG screen is now uh, <laughs> outdated. Um, wait, wait, wait. What new screen? I think I missed that. So the iMacs have a new screen that is brighter, um, renders more colors. and More colors like than the P3? <sighs> yeah, so that was unclear to me. Um, mm -hmm. I'm trying to pull it up, but... Um, they said more colors, and I was also very skeptical of it because I was like, oh, "Wait, like you can't just like add more colors." <laughs> but, more three, more three colors. Right, but they, they said something about that, um, or maybe it's like better at rendering the colors. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. um, but let me scroll down. Man, they've been right. doing a lot of brighter uh, than ruins. ever, more colors than ever. Um, Shines even more vividly on the on iMac that. with 1 billion colors and 500 nits of brightness. Um, yeah, 1 billion colors. The color you shoot is the color you see. 
cool. Yeah. Dope. So, not sure what uh, that means exactly, but yeah. Um, yeah. So other things to note: um, this iMac has gigabit internet, uh, Ethernet, <laughs> Ethernet, that's Ethernet. Ethernet. Uh, but it only has two USB-C ports. Right. Which is half of the MacBook Pros. Yeah. I, and has like I four don't USB get it at all. Three. There's four USB three ports. Okay, that's weird, right? Yeah. Like, what's happening here? I've upgraded all my things to USB C. Why are you just giving me two ports? I don't know. It's like, I don't, yeah, there's kinda... plenty of space in that machine. Like, just put more ports. Like, remove all the USB ports already. I don't know like, if it's a processor type of thing. We've moved that, on. You know. Like, I don't know what's, what's happening here. Um, it could be the chip, right? It's not just, like, space. It could be, like, but, but the I, chip I, itself but I know, run. I know why they uh, only put two, US, uh, two USB-C ports on, on that machine. You know why? Why? Because on the iMac Pro, this one has four <laughs> ports. So it's a selling point for the iMac Pro. That you get uh, excuse me, excuse me. I want, I want a new iMac. Well, how many ports? How many USB-C <laughs> ports do you want? Uh, three? Okay, well then, let me show you the iMac Pro. That's a good segue. Let's talk about the iMac Pro. First, it's space freaking gray. Yes, I called it. You I called it. Told um, you. Kevin wins. Uh, you did call it. Uh, I was not expecting to see this um, today. Um, it is space gray in its all, in all its glory. Um, not only is it space gray, it also comes with a, a keyboard and mouse, and there's also a magic trackpad thing uh, to match. So they're black. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting enough, it's the, the MKBHD keyboard, mouse, and trackpad. <laughs> no red though. Um, <laughs> no interesting red. enough, the keyboard is the extended keyboard. Yeah. So. You do have like the the numpad and you have full sized arrow keys and you know it's wider. Would I I was surprised. Like I know a lot of I, people are gonna be happy about that, but I do not want this keyboard. <laughs> yeah, I prefer the smaller one. Yeah, me too. Um, um I have and one the reason of those. why I mean, for me is that I, basically I want my arms to be the least spread out on the desk. I want them to be as close as possible to the center. So if I can only have the keys, uh, then I can have my mouse in a more natural position. Um, mm. So I actually think this keyboard would be worse for me. But um, for a lot of people, like if you're doing like a lot of number entry, that that um, like calculator style keypad is is very useful. Uh, and all the people complaining about the half size arrows um, now have the full size ones. Okay, so I found the like a picture of the keyboard uh actually this setup so trackpad keyboard mouse it's my setup hi uh that we talked about last week um looking at it it looks exactly like the old uh uh, just recalling from memory uh, it looks like exactly like the old extended apple keyboard Uh, at the time uh, there was no uh wireless option this one is wireless um Interesting, there's no touch bar. I mean, interesting or not. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I We've heard rumors that they, they were planning to bring the touch bar to the iMac. Apparently, uh, 
it's still not the time for that. Yeah. Or ever. Yeah, it seemed a bit too soon though. Like, because I don't know how they're gonna power the keyboard. What do you mean? Just like this keyboard is powered, it has a battery in it. Well, right, but the other one has a big screen on it, and like basically an Apple Watch just strapped on it. Well, but so you know, this is like a this is like tapered. The design of the keyboard. If you were to add like the touch bar thing, like you could add just more battery below it because it would be raised. Does that make sense? Right, a little bit, but I don't know. I kind of feel like I mean the battery on this keyboard lasts me for like three months. (laughs) Right. So if you if you would mean that it would have to charge it, I don't know, like once a month or twice a month. I think it would be a good trade-off. I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. I mean, you just plug a yeah. lightning cable. I mean, I still think it's coming, but just mm-hmm. not now. Mm-hmm. Um, Here's. Do you like the black <laughs> keyboard? Would you Would you get this? It, that's what I was <laughs> thinking. I don't think I prefer this over the white one. Yeah, me too. I don't know. I I have to see it in 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 person, but yeah. and the mouse is so weird. I don't know. Yeah. I, I love the, the, the iMac itself. Yes. Right? Oh, I love, I love that. that. Yeah. Just because I, I feel like the, this aluminum uh, yeah, style. And the shiny is just like, Apple logo. It feels so awesome. old. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I, if I prefer these dark. I, I'd probably get one just because they're new and different. <laughs> right. But I don't know if I prefer it. Yeah. <laughs> also, the... The MacBook Pro Space Gray thing, it's it's way darker than my MacBook Adorable Space Gray, hmm. which is interesting. So I feel like Apple is getting better at making dark aluminum, <laughs> right? Like tinting it super dark. Wait, so I wonder if this iMac is even darker. Hmm. I don't know. I, I really yeah, it does look pretty dark on there, but it seems like it's also made to look like if it was in the dark. <laughs> Right. No, I mean, yeah, like it's yeah, not it's in a white background. room in this right. in these images. Right. So yeah, who knows what it's gonna look like in person? Also, it has up to eighteen cores, which mm. is <laughs> crazy. Yeah. <That's> bananas. <laughs> eighteen cores and up to one hundred and twenty-eight gigabyte uh, gigabytes of memory. Of well, which is RAM, right? <laughs> Right. Which is insane. Insane. I have 16, and I was, like, super proud. Like, this is a pretty beefed-up computer. Yeah. And this comes up with 128. Like, holy like, shit. what the hell? What happened? Yeah. How? It kind of <laughs> makes me pissed that we didn't see any mid midterm. you know? Like, we made this jump. Like, wait a minute. So, does that mean that I could have, like, you know, 64? Just go double one at a time. I don't know. Right, it's, it's uh, amazing. But I, and, uh, think, I don't remember also... who the name of the presenter was. In this, but at some point, he says like, um, "I don't remember what he says." But he says something like, "Are you happy now, bro, users?" <laughs> I just, I just <laughs> really felt like that. <laughs> like they were overcompensating for like all the the shit they've been getting. And they're like, "Here, you can have it. Like, we'll go double and." triple and have 11 teraflops whatever that means and just go to town vr sure you got it (laughs) (laughs) i also love how they they talked about the thermal enclosure (laughs) like better get that one right (laughs) 
<laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, it's it's pretty amazing. But yeah. Oh, also, it can run three, five uh, K displays at once. Right. The only thing I I wish they did with this computer is reduce the bezels, because they they're still uh -huh. as large. Yeah, so the industrial design, like from the outside, yeah. uh, apart from the color, it looks exactly the same. Even though the internals, apparently, it's, uh, they're different because they built a whole new thermal thing. Yeah, I just feel comically large now to me after looking at the LG display. So, uh huh, uh huh, yeah. Uh -huh. Um, so I I was looking, I was watching the keynote, and so I was like, up to this point, I was okay. This looks amazing. I think this is going to be my next Mac. My next machine. Um, then two caveats. So first, it's coming up. It's coming out in December, which is still a long way to go. I mean, this is going to come out after the iPhone. Do you need a, a new iMac? Is I didn't say iMac I was going to buy reason? one now. I was saying I said this is going to be my next machine. <laughs> Whenever <laughs> I'm up for an upgrade, this uh, is going to be. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Watch out when tempted. Rafa inevitably orders one. <laughs> Um, my uh, my girlfriend was watching this with me, the keynote with me, and she said, uh, "Like, so are you gonna buy it? Can I keep your?" <laughs> um, she she knows you better than you know yourself. <laughs> but so yeah, it's not coming out until December, which you know is, is still a long way to go. And it starts so the the basic like the sim the the simplest configuration starts at five k for this five k iMac. <laughs> Uh, it starts at five freaking thousand dollars. Um, it's an expensive machine, and this is just for the basic configuration. I have no idea. Like, if you end up ordering those eighteen cores, one twenty-eight gigabits of memory, like, right? How expensive is this machine going to be? <laughs> Very. It's going to be pretty expensive. Yep. Which yeah. I mean, if you ask me, like, that's totally fine. Like, charge whatever crazy amount you want to charge for it. Well, and the pros who need it are just going to buy it anyways. What about the pros that don't need it, but really want it? <laughs> <laughs> well, they, then they shouldn't buy it. <laughs> they should wait. But damn it, I, Kevin. I, I do think it's a bummer that the space gray color is now forever reserved to this iMac Pro. And is potentially never coming down the line to other iMacs. Because mm. it is a really awesome color. So Also, uh, it, you know, it is a solid point. Just like the four USB C. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, this it's interesting that they are still selling the non Retina iMac, and by interesting I mean it's stupid. Like I, ugh. so they're still selling the entry level iMac and the MacBook Air. Uh, like they're still selling those Macs without a Retina display, which um, drives me crazy a little bit, to be honest. Right. I I realized that in the keynote. I was like, these are still around? Apparently, yeah, they right. are. Just like the MacBook Air. Like, <sighs> still, yeah. That's one Not of the things that I hate years. about, like, quote-unquote, today's Apple. Like, just, like, get rid of these machines. Like, just move on. Like, the, the world has, should be moving on. You should be pushing people to, to new things. But right. no, they're keeping these machines around forever. How to keep those uh, the entry level prices low and the margins up? Yeah. Um, hey, real time follow up. So I just uh, finished uh, installing the the beta, mm -hmm. and 
the connection is pretty bad. And I was like, oh, it's probably because, by the way, connection, our connection, our call, Hangouts. And I was like, it's probably because uh, it's like uploading all the things and downloading all the things, uh, photos, metadata, doing backups, whatever, when it's all new OS. So I try to swipe up control center to disable Wi-Fi. Guess what? Recent notifications. <laughs> oh, what? From the lock screen? Oh, From the lock screen, uh, if you swipe from the bottom, what? you go to recent notifications. Which I don't know how I feel about it. Oh, but if you properly swipe from the bottom, you get the control center. No. Yes. Nope. From the lock Dude, screen? I, I'm doing it. Yeah, I can't. Okay, let me, let me show you. Right here? Uh-huh. Oh, wait. No. Wait, wait, wait. Cool. Wait. Okay. So what's the trick? Wait, so you also installed it on your phone? No, it's white. It's my old iPhone 6. I didn't install this on my main phone. I'm not crazy. Yeah, I this know. This is buggy as hell. And the phone is burning hot. <laughs> Dude, I can't. I can't for, this, for the life of me. I can't. I can't. I'll eventually install it, but n not now. Um, okay, uh, moving on. <laughs> I'll I'll play with this later. Yeah. Um, yeah okay. I, I guess that's it for the Mac, right? Um, so I I would love to get this new iMac Pro, but uh, it's a long way to come out, and it's going to be crazy expensive, probably. So, so my question is, what can they even put in the Mac Pro now? It comes with a VR headset itself. <laughs> the whole canister is the VR headset. So you take your Mac Pro, put, <laughs> put it in your, your head. Put your head in And it. you're in VR. <laughs> okay. I would what, that. what do you think they call it? High Sierra. It's going to feel funky. So um, put your head in the trash can. And there you go. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Um, so number four, iOS. Now, All right, spoilers, now we get to the exciting stuff. Spoilers. Number five is iPad, and iOS is also part of it. So now let's talk iOS without the iPad-specific yeah. things, just for the sake of you know storyline, continuity, whatever. <laughs> um, so iOS 11. Um, the they took it to 11. The, Yep, they cranked it up to 11. The tagline <laughs> on the website is a giant step for iPhone, a monumental leap for iPad. Sure, cool. Um, so without talking iPad specifics, what is new? We've seen the music style um, in, in, in a lot of apps, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, that, that's not surprising at all. Um, I kind of saw that one coming. And can um, I just say, like, I don't think it's bit, it, the integration of the Apple Music UI in the rest of the system super successful. Like, How come? It just feels very tacked on in a lot of places. Hmm. Don't you feel that I, way? I, I can't say. Like, well, open apart the from messages the app, notification. Like, it just looks like a weird soup of UI. Like, I just don't yeah, know like that. I said, I haven't, I haven't seen yet. Uh, the only thing that I can tell you immediately without even playing with it is the control center looks so weird. Oh, yeah. It kind of goes against like the 
So the trend is bring more contrast, make things, you know, bring the the um, like new layers of depth. So everything has shadow, everything is more obvious what it is. Move away from thin type and and um, no buttons without backgrounds and stuff. And then this control center, like it goes against all that, right? It's just blur and make everything transparent and icons floating around and oh you need more options and control 3d touch you know that thing that no one knows about and there's even like no wait, visual wait, indication wait, wait. that you can... i won't let you <laughs> this on on 3d touch for this because i think it makes but perfect I... sense like for but most wait, people the, the... they sh they shouldn't need these like advanced actions but for the ones who do know the the force that force touch exists, then they can do them. Like I think that's totally fine. But that layout is just horrible. Like yep. what a mess. Like it looks like someone barfed like this UI onto my phone. Like it just doesn't fit into anything. And then also like the transition of the background, it just blurs everything. Like, there's no notion of, like, a sheet or, like, something that you're pulling anymore. It's just, like, this weird world. Like, it just doesn't make any sense anymore. I don't know. I, I know that you can customize agent. it. So I wonder if you can also, like, rearrange it. Well, I can, I can try it, actually. What did you say? Oh. <laughs> um. By the way, the the new screenshot functionality. You take a screenshot, you, you get a little thumbnail on the bottom, and then you can mark up it. Yeah, that is great. Um, that is also on the iPhone. I didn't know that. I thought it yeah. was. Yeah. Um, but have like, you seen this? Oh my god, what is that? Wait. Okay, this is great podcast material, but Kevin is showing me the the keyboard with the numpad only, and it looks weird as hell. So instead of making the keys full screen, they're, they each have their own button shape. Which See, this is what I great. don't get. So in a lot of times, they are adding contrast and borders to stuff and making it, you know, more contained. And then the others, they're going the complete opposite direction. Remove yeah. all borders. Yeah, just blur stuff. That is enough. That is clear. Um, this is what I don't get, you know? It's not a clear direction. Huh. Yeah, it's, it's not bringing the consistency that I was hoping for. Because um, no. I thought, oh, they're going to unify everything. And they did, to a certain extent, like bring in some of that similar UI to all the other apps. But in some ways, it just feels so unfinished and so inconsistent. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe it is. Meaning, maybe this beta period is going to be a bumpy one. Yeah. If that makes sense. <laughs> you know, with iOS 7 was a huge departure from the old style, but, but they did tweak it a lot. So maybe, uh, like, right now, so if you, if you are on a springboard, so you unlock your phone, you're in, you see all the apps. If you swipe from the top, which would take you to the notifications thing, now you, get, you go to the lock screen. Why would you want to do this? Is my question. I have no idea. And then when you are in the lock screen, if you swipe from the bottom, just like I mentioned before when I was trying to 
summon control center. If you swipe from the bottom, you go to the like all notifications, all recent notifications, just like the old when you swipe from the top. Um, but so, but so if, if you're in, a, if you swipe from the very bottom of the screen, though, then you get back to the app you were in. Wait, what? Which just oh. which just feels so wrong yeah. <laughs> on every single level. Like I don't, I don't get what what is going on. Yeah. I don't understand what's going on. Um, and and yeah, why would you, or like when would you want to go back to the lock screen without actually locking your phone? Meaning it's not gonna go to sleep using like the, sw- the sleep wake button. So why would you want to go back to the lock screen without locking your phone? <laughs> right? I like, have why? No idea. And maybe we're going to find out at some point. Maybe this is one of these, like, you'll notice, you'll realize once they ship the new iPhone that there's, like, mm-hmm. some new iOS feature that is tied to that. But from, from where we stand today, it just doesn't seem like a good idea. Yeah, it, it does sound weird. And like but we said last the week. The thing that, that, that bothers me is it just, it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> like i just feel like using this for five seconds you realize like oh god like there seems to be very little advantages to doing that and it seems to be like causing quite a lot of problems so yeah i don't know i'm not sure how to feel about this also when you wake it um there's like this transition from blur to uh, sharp uh yeah. <laughs> focused i guess which just makes it look slow. Yeah. I don't know. This is, this is a minor thing, but still, I don't think it's an improvement in any way. Um, okay, but uh, moving on. Uh, they brought back the bars uh, instead of the little dots for the signal, um, the cell signal. Wait, do you is... see your carrier in there? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. I do. Damn it. Yeah, they, they... <laughs> they haven't been able to get rid of that. Shit. Uh, which, by the way... Now that I've been, you know, lately I've been traveling a, a bit, it can be useful <laughs> to know where, which carrier are you, are you on, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that's a minor thing. Uh, message, iMessage, you can, uh, now the, the app drawer looks different. Um, it's too soon for me to say if it's like a big improvement and makes it everything easier to navigate, but at least it's there. It's kind of weird. Um, the what? Sorry? Oh, yeah, on iMessage. iMessage app drawer. Yeah, who the hell thought that having a double app bar was a good idea? (laughs) Okay, I'm trying it for the first time. Right. Okay, so do you have it in front of you? Yeah. Try this. So you open a new convo, right? And, like, there's a two-bar thing. You swipe from the bottom a little bit or, or swipe it so it will expand, right? Yeah. How do you try to go back to the previous state so make it smaller? Hmm. Uh, oh, okay. No. Uh, I. Ooh. I, um, <laughs> I don't know. This is a great I'm podcast stuck. material. So I just I'm I just found here. out the the answer I'm... is wait. Oh. So if you wait like one, two, Mississippi, like two seconds, it will go back. You know the... how much I, I love waiting. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> so I don't know, man. I don't know. This is this is weird. This is this horrible. Is weird. Uh, one um, good thing about this though is that they removed the um, digital touch. Not a thing anymore. You don't have the, the little oh, really? arrow to switch back and forth. Um, so good because nobody ever used it. Ah, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. No one ever used it. No one ever used uh, it on the watch. Ooh, whoa! The there's new screen effects. Okay, let's see. Oh well, this I is can't a great send anything material. But, um, um, so there's a new echo uh, screen effect. That looks awesome. There's a spotlight one. And there's balloons, confetti. Those ones we had, love, lasers, fireworks, yeah, the, shooting the star, old. and celebration. Yeah, the other ones are the old ones. But that's cool. cool. I wish they, they went like Snapchat style and added a bunch over time. I don't know how I feel about that. I would love that. Also, you can, um, you can delete uh, iMessages. So if you send someone something... Uh, you can like go to the editing mode and so, select the, the messages and delete oh, them. True. Um, they demo that on the keynote. Um, and also uh, Apple Pay. Uh, now you can like uh, send money to people through iMessage with Apple Pay. That's great. So RIP uh, Venmo and Square Cash, um, <laughs> or not if you throw an Android, I guess. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, if someone sends you money, you will keep the money in something they call Apple. Pay cash is that the name? I don't. I'm not sure. Uh, I think yeah. that's how they call it, which is like this weird. Um, well, it's not weird, really. It's, it's kind of like how PayPal does it, which is you will keep the funds in this, like, uh, on this like digital wallet, right? So it's like a gift card almost. You know how you can like have money on a gift card, so you have it there, and then you have, you can like use, like, send money from that. Um, from Apple Pay Cash, or you can like uh, ask to deposit uh, to your bank account. So it's like this weird limbo. If someone sends you money through Apple Pay, yeah, I wonder you can why they decide don't just to keep deposit it this... the money directly into your account. Uh, because uh, there's costs involved, and it takes a while the process, right? Um, so this way, like it's immediately available, and you can do whatever with it that you want with it. Um, I do this mm. a lot with PayPal, um, but yeah, like if Apple owned the banks, sure, it would make no sense to have this, but, but because they don't, like if I, like on my PayPal account, if I choose to deposit the funds to my bank account, it will take like two, three, um, days. So yeah. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. That's a fair point, but it is mm -hmm. kind of a weird, like added complexity though. I feel like true, I but I feel like about. to be honest, I, I don't think they had uh, they had a choice here, really, <laughs> right? Maybe I don't know. Because like it's like uh, someone sends you money uh, through Apple Pay, and and they're like, "All right, I send you those uh, those ten bucks," and you're like, "Okay, I need those ten bucks," and it's not there, and you go to your bank uh, to check the the like the activity, and there's no deposit. He's like, oh my god, dude! I thought you'd send me money. And like, I swear, I send you, I send you money, and <laughs> it was like, like two, three uh, business days to to actually be there, and people would be calling Apple saying, "You stole my money." Um, right. So at least this is um, a way they can control the message, right? 
Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Also, uh, Siri has a new voice. <laughs> hey, Siri, uh, do you have a new voice? Okay, I found something on the web. He doesn't. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I guess not. Um, is it a setting? I don't know. Who is the president of the United States? All right, here's what I got. Nope. Oh God. <laughs> oh, okay. If it, it fixes itself. Um tap to edit. Alright, here's what I got. But didn't tell me the answer. Yeah, Siri sucks just as much as it used to. Uh-huh. Basically. Yeah, but yeah, but there's no there's not a new voice in this beta one. Still the old voice. Cool. Um Ooh, and the rounded corners on this are horrible. Okay. Yes, and the type is way too big for this. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. But now uh, SiriKit can do more stuff. Um, the API, so developers can, more developers can use Siri. I haven't checked exactly what kind of things you can do with it, but I know we can do more. So that's good, I guess. Hopefully, um, there's uh, music playback controls. Uh huh. Like podcasts and stuff. Yeah, I would love uh, to be able to control recast with Siri. Well, uh, there's a new UI, I guess. You can, like, get multiple results, um, I guess. There's translations, which, you know, Google Voice Assistant has been doing since forever. That's cool, I guess. Um, all of this, like, it's very much UI type of things or, like, new capabilities, but Siri itself still sucks. So and yeah. <laughs> until it doesn't, until it stops sucking, I'm like, cool, cool. <laughs> you can send money when you... When you can't, because ninety percent of the times you're gonna say, yeah, "I search the internet to for <laughs> sending money." I don't know. Uh, so until uh, Siri, Siri still has a lot to prove to me. I have the um, what do you call the um, like the widgets when you swipe from the left? When you swipe hey, from the left? Oh, um, no, the widgets, the today yeah, widgets. Yeah, the today widgets. So I added the uh, Google Assistant today widget. Okay. And especially again because I've been traveling and like I've been so not home, so I've been using it a lot to check out you know cool restaurants or find a pizza place near me or directions or how do you say something in Spanish? I have no idea. Um, so I've been using this a lot, and a lot of times I try Siri just to be disappointed, and then I swipe uh, left to go to the widget thing, and I use my uh, the Google Assistant thing. And it's unbelievably better, like so much better than Siri that it's not even funny. Like it's not fair. Um, so, <laughs> pro tip: um, you can you can download the Siri Assistant app and you can add the widget. So it's just like one click away to summon. So like one uh, one of the main things I use Siri for is in the morning when whenever I wake up before my alarm, asking Siri what time it is, and if it's in the morning. Really? Like basically every single morning, she's gonna say, "It's six forty-five. Way too early." I'm just like, "Shut the hell up!" Like I just want to like wake up and throw my phone out the window. Siri is just so annoying sometimes. Um, don't you don't you set up alarms? Like, wouldn't that kind of tell you what time is it? 
<laughs> no, so if it, that's if uh, I wake up before my alarm. Oh, interesting. And I'm like wondering. Pretty good, dude. And I, but uh, sometimes I wonder, like, hey, did I just miss my alarm? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to like go and check my phone because then I'll be I'll wake up. But I still want to ha have an idea of what time it is and how much time I have left to be able to sleep. So yeah, uh, I use Siri like exclusively for these tasks and it works flawlessly for this very specific task which is uh set up uh alarms so in you know before like in bed i just say you know hey dingus wake me up at something um or like if i'm gonna take a nap which uh i've been really good at lately because uh, jet lags and stuff so i just like go to bed and say hey dingus um wake me up in 20 minutes like hashtag power nap um that works flawlessly also set up timers using my watch that also works flawlessly um i mean i hope i'm not jinxing it but uh that's pretty much it everything else kind of sucks <laughs> um okay we have, we have to we have to move on um we have to move faster it's almost <laughs> like one hour or something uh live photos you can pick the key photo which is interesting i wonder like if the quality is the same um yeah yeah i was wondering that too and maybe they're just taking high resolution photos for all the frames I now yes but, but would that affect the size of the picture i, I guess know. right i don't know i don't know um also there's this uh, live photos effect which that i feel like it's one of the most fun new features so when you take a photo it's a live photo you can take effects so you can like a loop something like if someone is jumping in a pool and you take a picture you can like make a like a gif of someone like a loop between you know you know what i mean right mm -hmm. um and yeah I, I guess you can export it as a gif which is surprising they're like adopting standard file formats which is amazing <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's but you cool. know gif gif is like the worst file type ever it's so terrible. It's so big, large, the file size. But it's the, but it's the, the quality best. is the worst ever possible. It, so, <laughs> so from a technical standpoint, it's the worst. But from a user standpoint, it's the best. Yeah. Well, it, it's just It's like a video that plays, plays anywhere it. automatically. Like, don't have to worry about it. Like, it just works. And it's simple. So. Like, if, if Apple, Google, and Microsoft together, just these three. Well, I guess Facebook. Well, I guess Twitter. Uh, if you all agree that, <laughs> you know what? Okay, let's. Every time we see a GIF, we just discard it and we take even just like MP4 video is better. And kind of like how uh, Twitter, the native client, does with videos, like it kind of like autoplays like a, like a GIF, but then if you tap it, you can hear, like you, you, can, mm -hmm. you can listen to the sound. Because anyway, GIF technically is the worst. Um, you would know when you're trying to create GIFs to post like on Dribble or something, especially like on white on white with a drop shadow. Holy, <laughs> it's it's still hard. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, moving on. Um, oh, also, there's this effect of long exposure, which is so smart. Like, oh right? yeah, that was neat. Yeah. Okay. I'll, yeah. I also liked um, the gonna... updates to maps with the indoor maps. That should be pretty useful for like when you're walking in a mall and stuff like that. 
and more importantly one of the four malls or airports basically um well over time like <laughs> they're gonna add more and more uh lane guidance holy crap if this works in canada i will be able to ditch google maps so really happy about that one um, um yeah. again because i've been traveling uh i've been using google maps a lot more Mm-hmm. Like the ability to save offline a portion of the map is lifesaver, oh, especially yeah. like if you're on roaming and stuff. Like this basic functionality, um, because on my day to day here, home, like in my city, whatever, when I need to go to my parents or whatever, like day to day operations, Apple Maps is fine. And I prefer it because of the fact that it's built in on the OS. So I do prefer it and I do use it. I mean, it's on my home screen. Um, but when I'm abroad, so basically when I need to rely on maps, really, Google Maps is just so, so much better. It's, it's amazing. Like even like turn by turn directions work offline. I don't know how, but it does. Yeah. Yeah. That's impressive. Um, but anyways, I still like that Apple's doing this. Um, Mm -hmm. seems like they're, they're getting closer and closer to catching up with with google again like the big caveat is how good the locations are the the directions and stuff but um in my experience it's not that bad um so hey um no yeah it's not it's not bad one cool new Um, feature that they didn't mention in the keynote is automatic setup and i'm actually really excited about this so it's a, basically the same idea as when you, uh, you get a new Apple TV uh, and they ask you to like put your phone close to it uh, and then automatically sets up everything. Well, that's the same thing. But when you get a new phone, you keep your, your old phone, you put it next to it and it just transfers all your personal settings, your preferences, your iCloud keychain, your passwords, all of that stuff directly from one phone to, to another. So yeah, so it's kind of like a, a better version of the Apple TV setup, right? Remember that? Basically, yeah. And well, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out like because my guess is that um, it's they basically they don't want to store your secure credentials on iCloud, so um, that's always the stuff that they couldn't store. So we always have to like re-enter your passwords and stuff like that, but they can transfer it locally no problem from one phone to the other um so but that's what they're doing here set up the device as new so for example imagine that in a couple mm. months i buy the iphone 8 or whatever it's called yeah that's a do very i good restore point. from icloud or do i just do this automatic setup like i hold it near my uh, 7 uh, s uh, well 7 plus right now i don't i don't understand really when would i want to use this it sounds good, cool, but you know, in practice, when would I use this? I don't understand. I mean, you'd use it if you don't want to set up your phone as new. Okay. Which a lot of people do want, but yeah, I agree. Like, if you, I, I try to do that too. Like, whenever I get a new phone, to just um, set it, set it up as new and use that as a fresh start and everything. But um, yeah, I don't think that feature would work for you then. No, no, I mean, I usually just uh, restore from iCloud backup. Okay. That's what I do. Oh, okay. Well, so, so that would work. So instead of doing that, will it transfer all of that 
info or just you know settings and stuff so okay so my understanding is that it'll it'll still do a backup but it will keep your personal settings preferences and icloud keychain passwords so i would say it's the opposite is if you want to set up as new you can just import all the settings and the passwords and stuff from another device well because if you want to like restore from backup this method i don't think it, it transfers like you know your apps and all of your app data and stuff like that so i think it's the other way around i don't know not sure yeah i don't know then <laughs> we'll, we'll <laughs> okay. have to do uh, a bit we'll more research um apple music uh you can now see what your friends are listening to finally uh i feel like this is just one small step they could do so much more mm-hmm. uh but it's like it's one of the things that apple music really lacks when you compare when you compare it to spotify like on yeah. spotify i can see you can i can browse my friends playlists i can i can see what my friends are listening to at the moment uh it doesn't have what looks like apple music is doing which is creating like recommendations based on your friends tastes and likes which was one of the things that i missed the most uh, about audio um so i feel like apple is going more on the audio direction than the spotify direction but um hey it, it's a good step it's mm-hmm. it's ping too um <laughs> Uh, yeah, but it, it, it's kind of surprising that this was the only update to Apple Music. Yeah. Don't you feel yeah, like I agree. I was expecting more. I feel like they've been pushing it the, like a lot with new TV shows and I don't know. And the whole yeah, marketing. I do feel like they could probably update Apple Music halfway through a cycle. Like Apple Music yes. just seems like one of these apps that just gets updated all the time. So... Yeah, I guess. I Not too worried. Oh, also, I think we skipped. Uh, oh no, are you going the? Are we going through the marketing, or are you going through like the keynote? Uh, going through the marketing. Well, I'm okay, all over okay. the place, basically. <laughs> gotcha. I'm not going. Anywhere. Um. Uh, AirPlay too. Now you can play uh, music on multiple sources. So basically, AirPlay two speakers. <laughs> um cool moving on um so yeah uh, control center uh we talked about it it's so weird the ui it's stupid uh i'm not i'm really not happy about the fact that most of the functionality is only accessible through t- 3d touch meaning i'm gonna have uh my i'm gonna have family members um wait but i but i don't get it like everything is still access- like all the controls that you had before are still accessible without a uh, 3d touch uh not really you like can't what? like uh scrub oh my god what was that press play and something uh scrub through a song or oh uh, okay maybe that one there. or like uh, out of the I actually don't know because i don't have home kit but do you have the home kit things on like by by default not on this phone yeah, actually, I'm curious, I'm curious uh, about the HomeKit <laughs> stuff. You're right. What's what's up with that? How can you control stuff? Oh, you Whoa. have to go to settings and add stuff. Because you can customize the screen, right? Yeah. Also, uh, uh, so AirPlay. Um, 
you can you can like mirror and you know send audio to airplay if you tap on it it doesn't do anything it just tells you what it's doing right or is this all bugged by the way this is all bugged if you if i tap on the icon it highlights it in a weird buggy way this is all bugged yeah. but i'm gonna try okay i'm gonna try to customize this see how it so like, you can only the, <laughs> the customization interface is so weird. Um, basically, Where do you, you even find it? So it's in settings, control center. It's the one right below notifications. Um, oh. And you basically have like a linear list, and you can mm -hmm. add stuff to that list and change the order of stuff. But you don't really control where they are placed on the screen, <laughs> which like makes for really strange layouts. Uh, and you can't resize elements. Like I would love for the um, the music thing to take all the whole width of the phone, so it shows more of it. Because right now it's so cramped in there, even on the big phone. But apparently you can't do that. Okay, so I just added one. So I added like low power mode. Mm -hmm. I'm curious. And do you now, think apps will have the ability to add, add those? Uh well I think if probably on iOS twelve because they didn't announce anything. Look at this. Well, but maybe yeah, I don't know. I was thinking maybe it's it's not gonna be in the keynote, but it'll be in the state of the union or something. Just add one item, like low power mode, and then check it check the layout. <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> um and yeah, so uh, going a little bit back when you mentioned this, um, the thick type uh, style, mm -hmm. like especially like on, on settings. So if you have like a, you know, the navigation view, UI, navigation bar, whatever, like this looks so weird because you, yeah, instead of having the title here. on the middle, yeah. This looks really weird. It's just tacked on. Like, it doesn't like the Apple Music actually redesigned the whole app to make more sense with those bigger mm -hmm. fonts. But this is just they just like, increase the font size and left a line in Xcode, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, not a huge fan. Calculator of it. looks new. Yeah, I actually do like it. I think it's mm -hmm. a fresh new look for calculator. I bet this is gonna look. Even better on the new OLED iPhone. Yeah. With the black background. Yeah. Or even um, on, okay, I need to stop playing with this and, and focus on the show. Um, <laughs> hey, App Store looks App Store looks new in the first like the first redesign since came out forever. Right? Yeah. So I in the past, I don't know, five years maybe, I've browsed the App Store at least. I'm gonna say like zero times. <laughs> that i browse the app store i just go to the app store to go to the updates tab and check the release notes and update the apps um now it looks really good i think i feel like this is one of the most successful updates in the us um yeah I mean, for the sure. bar was pretty low because the app store <laughs> the current state of it was so bad and so old and so you know just so boring that it was kind of easy to make it better, but I feel like they did a really good job. Well, first they uh, separated games and apps into their own um, tabs, which I feel like makes a lot of sense, especially as a as an app developer. Like, 
it really is two different type of apps, right? <laughs> um, yeah. And games are just so popular that when they're all in the same bag, it just obfuscates like the rest, right? It's just it's so hard to dethrone like Minecraft in the tops. I feel like the top the the top charts are always like populated with with games. So having them uh, in their own separate tab, I feel like it makes a lot of sense and it, it's good for users because they just can get rid of stuff that they don't want to see and it's good for developers. Um, now, uh, what else? Now you have the today thing, which they are offering like stories, uh, <laughs> not the Instagram, <laughs> Snapchat stories, but like actually really polished, well done stories, which is like a takeover, kind of like a medium style like takeover of the screen like this article style um and you have like app of the day which has like a feature um yeah uh not the, just like that LinkedIn. style looks amazing like, it looks it, really I good even the, tr- the, the very subtle transition between the the card to the full screen thing yeah um and you have stuff like uh, tips or like guides that they have this one for like five tips to get more out of uh, visco I thought that is really smart, and it's something that I haven't thought of. Like when I, if I were to make this mental exercise, like how would I improve the app store? I wouldn't even think of this, and this is it's just so obvious. It makes it's yeah. a it's a very good decision. Yeah. So opinion. like, this not only good. just show like an app icon, and that's how you feature it. No, like you, act, they actually write articles that tell you about the game or the the app and how to use it and stuff like that. Like I think that's mm-hmm. amazing. Also, um, also the the this style, the music app style, like you mentioned, instead of just shoving it on something that was already there, they design it around it. Like right, they yeah. they took that style and designed with it. And here again, it's a very successful redesign, in my opinion. It looks it looks really good and modern. And yeah, maybe a bit. Everything is too big. Maybe <laughs> I'll just tone it down a little bit. Um, it's interesting that uh, the new like uh, buy button when you have the price or you have free um, they have this new pill shaped style which isn't interesting Uh, I don't think they had it anywhere else I'm gonna say oh oh, no maybe on the maybe on the music I think they were pill shaped Um, so that's that's cool I guess Um, and yeah anything else on the app store um no honestly i really like it i am having trouble finding stuff that i don't like about this uh seems like Mm -hmm. an awesome update uh and yeah i'm probably gonna be using it more now that there's this update um okay the only thing i would say is this (laughs) kind of highlighted to me how the uh, tab bar design feels a bit old and out of place with that new style it just seems like i don't see it it feels it feels like everything else has changed but that design remained the same like it's using a ton of like large shadows and everything and the the tab bar just feels i don't know a, a little bit like stock ui kind of thing um okay, i'd be curious fair. to see like maybe it, Maybe a more solid colored with like larger shadows instead of of using just a one solid line, one pixel solid line. Like I don't know, 
something around there. And also my second one, uh, my second like minor complaint would be the icons that they're using in the tab bar. Like rocket ship. Is that the best way you have to describe what a game is? I don't know. Not rocket so sure about that. Um, Just like dice. <laughs> a chess I mean, piece. That would be better, but I, I, I was thinking a, a game controller would probably be like the closest thing that most people would recognize as, okay, this is a game. Well, like on I iOS, know. you don't even use a game controller, right? Like it's... Yeah, but also like look at the phone icon on iOS. Uh-huh. Like it is yeah. the old phone. What what is the iBooks icon? It's an old book, right? What is the FaceTime that. icon? It's a camera. Like, what is the TV icon? It's it's a television set. Like, I think these icons right. help you recognize what the thing is, and it doesn't matter if it's not a one to one mapping to like right. how you interact to it with it. On it doesn't the bother me that much, but I I get mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. To me, it bothers me more the status bar that has a background uh, than the yeah also the, yeah that also tab bar, really. I'm. I'm pretty sure that it, with a new iPhone, the status bar is going to go black. Hmm. Makes sense. Um, um, and then time would probably move somewhere. But um, yeah, because it just doesn't fit anymore. Okay, we do have to move on. Jesus. <laughs> All right. right. Okay. <laughs> we haven't got into the iPad. Um, I mean, there, there's tiny stuff. The keyboard, one-handed keyboard. Um, I'll try it. Sure. Um the the do not disturb when driving i think that's genius that's really good yeah it's that, like one of those things cool. that you don't need to do it like you get you really don't get anything from it um mm-hmm. but just good like it's public it's basically service. the um, damn what's what's their name uh who make uh monument valley i think mm. what's the name of the studio us too, us too? yeah um they had a case study a while ago um, of like they basically looked at that same problem of like texting and driving, and it's basically that exact same solution like verbatim. Um, oh, so happy that Apple copied it because <laughs> it's a good solution. <laughs> so to sum up, um, the the iPhone will detect if you're driving, and it will turn that mode on, and then you can turn it off, of course, but like. You won't see notifications on your lock screen. It will just say, mm-hmm. hey, you're driving. Please don't. Um, if someone sends you a text message, like an iMessage, uh, when that mode is on, uh, it will send an auto reply saying, hey, I'm driving. I'll, you know, I'll get to it when I arrive, whatever. And if you, if you reply like urgent or something, I, f- I feel like that's the word, uh, it will bypass that. So if you say urgent, um, then the, the, the message will, will go through, uh, which is, uh, is, is a very... Interesting detail. Uh, I, thought, I thought that was that was really cool. Um, okay, uh, I guess that's, that's it for iPhone. Can we, can uh, we get to the iPad? Yes. Yep. Okay. So remember we talked about the the Mac Stories video concept uh, mm-hmm. last week. I feel like they addressed almost everything that they try to address <laughs> in that video, yeah. but on a on a little different way. So you don't have the shelf type of thing. But you have the dock. Um, you do? Yeah, we have the... Oh, by the way, speaking of dock, I'm sorry, I have to go back. Uh, on the iPhone, the apps on the dock, they don't have the label. I noticed that too. And Interesting. Isn't that kind of weird? 
it is kind of weird. <laughs> like, I don't think it's a problem per se, but like, why would you not make it consistent? Um, I kind of also, because on the iPad, they also don't have labels, but on the iPad, the whole dock is kind of different. Um, I was going to say, like, why didn't they, at least the style, the look of the dock on the iPad, why didn't they bring that to the iPhone as well? But then again, it's like, Oh, really, Rafa? After uh, last week's whole uh, debate, you really want to bring features, like make it equal um, instead of, <laughs> you know, making the iPad stand out? And so. Yeah but, yeah, but there is something to be said about like how it's a bit weird that like, if you're used on, on your iPhone to pulling up to get the notification, the um, uh, control center, mm. if you do the same thing on your iPad, you're going to get a completely different behavior. Like that's a oh, really? bit strange. Yeah, cuz if you pull up on on uh, from the bottom on your iPad, you're going to get the dock. Oh, right, right, right. And if you continue pulling, you will get the spaces, which is like the mission yes. control type of thing, right? Yeah. Um but uh one thing the thing that's weird to me about the the dock on the iPhone is that like why would it not make it consistent with the the rest? <laughs> Or I guess it applies to the iPad too, but why would some of the icons have labels and some of them not have it? It, it just feels a bit strange. Like yeah, I'd be, I'd be okay reason. with them saying we're just removing all the labels. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, I rarely read them. I'm and most of the time I just like recognize the 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 icon. No, I have to disagree on that one. <laughs> Can you imagine when Instagram redesigned their lo- their icon <laughs> if they didn't have labels? Like people right. would freak out. Yeah, so I mean, I, I think in terms of usability, it's certainly better to have the label. But I I would understand the decision better than saying, "Oh, we think labels are important, but not on the dock." Yeah, I feel like th- what they're thinking is the apps that are in your dock is like the favorite, most used apps. So you're probably very familiar with the name of the app so you don't need it i guess i don't it's not a good argument but it's what i can think of like why why do you want to change i mean even on the ipad sure the dock itself looks a bit different so maybe they're like oh you know what this looks better because the 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 icons can be centered with the background on the ipad if you don't have the labels um but on the iphone uh, the dock looks exactly the same sans the labels so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Uh, oh, we didn't talk about Files. So Files is a new app. It's basically Finder. Um, I was very surprised that they integrate with Dropbox, with Box, with all of third-party services. That's really great, but it is like a Finder type of app on the on, on iOS, which is uh, great. Um, I feel like I'm already tired. The iPad, <laughs> there's so much here. Yeah, I mean, I think I also like the Finder. I, I think it makes a ton of sense. I'd be curious. I, my guess is that um, this also lets you like take files. So if you plug in like the SD card reader uh, and have like actual files on your SD card or like a USB thing, you would be able to import it in that mm-hmm. app. And I think that would enable a lot of possibilities that just weren't possible before. Um, 
So yeah, huge thumbs up for that. And also another great example of, I think, an app that uses the new design language pretty well. Um, so yeah, really happy about that. Um, also, I really like the dock. I think it's a great idea. Like I'm just using it right now and it, it works really well to like play with the multitasking interface. Uh, and the drag and drop is really great too. Um, so yeah, huge productivity uh, improvements here. Yeah, I really like that they are taking full advantage of the fact that they have a huge screen and, they, and yeah. most people have two hands and you can use that. So like you can drag something, keep holding it and then just tap on other items to add it to the selection, which is great. And then you can use again another hand to just go to the spaces, whatever it's called. Um, also, I am I am um, assuming that that replaces the app switcher. So if you double tap the home screen on the iPad, you go to that, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, there you go. Kevin is showing me the thing. So the whole thing makes uh, a lot of sense. I love the little flick on the keyboard key to go to the whatever it's called, uh, the other like character. So for example, I have like. Um, I don't know, an A and an asterisk, right? You can just, instead of going to the one, two, three uh, button and switching modes. Yeah, it's the app like symbol over the A. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, it just makes it a lot quicker. They're bringing basically the, the same or similar idea that they use for um, uh, the Swift Playgrounds app. Hmm. Remember that, that app? It had that kind of same functionality, but with code stuff. Uh, it was kind of different, right? It was just a selection. It had like a little pop-up on each no. thing. Am I remembering it No, wrong? it was the exact same thing. Huh. Huh. Um, um, moving on, they have a built-in scanner, which is amazing. Uh, also, oh, I guess this also applies to iPhone uh, counterpart. They have a built-in uh, QR code scanner, which I... Every time I want to scan a QR code, which is like three times a year. Uh, I have to download this weird app or whatever, because I always forget that you can do it with a built-in like app, whatever. Um, so that's great. The, the screenshot thing is amazing. So you take a screenshot on your iPad or on your iPhone, and it'll get like a screenshot, it takes a screenshot, and then there's the animation, the screenshot coming down to this thumbnail, which stays on the bottom, with a little small thumbnail, and then you can just like dismiss it and whatever, it's saved. Or you can tap on it and like quickly use markup so you can draw on the screenshot and then quickly share it or save it to your photo library or whatever. That is just so neat because almost every time I want to take a screenshot, I want to do something with it immediately after. So they are kind of like acknowledging that and giving you that option, uh, which is pretty great. Um, so I, yeah, I'm not sure exactly what of the features that were shown on the keynote are just iPad specific or not? I guess I'm going to find out when I dig with in, in this beta. Um, the they they are going, they are investing a lot on on Apple Pencil um, support and features. So, for example, on the iPad, if you iPad Pro, I guess um, on the lock screen, if you just tap on the screen with your Apple Pencil, it goes um, to Notes. So you can immediately just start hand drawing, um, which is pretty great. Like almost everywhere, like in notes and stuff where you can uh, draw with your pencil, you can 
like immediately go into the drawing mode, if that makes any sense. Like you can create mm-hmm. sections on a note with your fingers. Right. To add a little section, like I'm gonna hand draw here. Also, all of the like all of your handwritten notes are searchable, which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they OCR it and there's like some text recognition, which is amazing. Yeah, and that wasn't clear in the keynote, but I'm assuming this is just for um the stuff that you write with the pencil. And it's mm-hmm. not for let's say you like import a screenshot. It doesn't seem to be doing OCR on that, yeah, right? I would assume so. Yeah. 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 Which is kind of a bummer because it'd be useful to like import a PDF document or something like that and be able to search it easily. That's true. But well, I guess uh, maybe, maybe it's not hard to then add that later. Yeah. Who knows? Know. Who knows? Also, new hardware. I feel like we kind of have to talk about it. <laughs> There's a new iPad Pro. Um, there is. They did what was rumored. Uh, they decreased the bezels and basically have a bigger screen of the same footprint and the same size so now there's a 10 10 point five uh, 10.5 inch model yep. right which is has the same physical size of the 9.7 inch the current small ipad pro uh but with a 20 percent uh increase of uh, screen size which is great but it's like it's like you know, we, we've been hearing all these rumors of, you know, the iPhone going bezel-less and the iPad, like, getting rid of the bezels. But looking at this, it's like, sure, they're smaller, but it's not that. It's not like edge-to-edge design, if you know yeah. what I mean. Right? I was, I was expecting something more impressive. <laughs> but I, um, just, I just don't think that they would ever do anything that would, uh, like, give away the iPhone design, redesign. Maybe. Well, but... So I agree with you, but on the other hand, I don't think they would make a worse iPad just because they want to unveil something. I think they would. Two months later, well, I, I, I really do think they would. They, I mean, they would not like make it worse or anything, but they would just like work on the updated iPad without a bezel after <laughs> shipping the iPhone. So does that mean no, that I mean. in a year or something they're gonna add a new screen size, or are they gonna make it smaller? I don't know. Um, probably small, make it smaller, but I don't know. Like it might be years until the iPad gets it. Like it just, the iPad never gets the hardware refreshes. Like how long have we had this design for like with the Mm -hmm. chamfered edges? It's been forever. Mm -hmm. That's true. I don't know. That's true. Yeah. It's a little sad for the iPad. Um, but yeah, iPad, uh, it's better. It's faster. Um, it, I placed an order on one, but I'm about to cancel it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Why is uh, that? Like, okay, so let's let's start with why you place an order, and then <laughs> then talk about why you canceled it, or you want to cancel it. Okay, so why do I place an order? Because after watching this keynote and all the amazing features, especially on iOS, it's not really the hardware of this new one, uh, especially what you can do with iOS 11 now. Um, it got me really excited about the iPad, and I they 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 nailed it with the demos and what like the use cases that it showed us uh i was like yep i would love to use this i would love to have this and because i don't have an ipad it's like okay it's, then i guess if i want to use this i need to buy an ipad and right. if i'm buying an ipad of course i'm buying the ipad pro and of course if i'm buying the ipad pro i'm buying this new one so <laughs> and the keyboard and the pencil right well the pencil um so my girlfriend has an ipad pro the the mm, okay. current 
9.7 inch um, and she has a, a pencil so and she doesn't use it that much so i guess i could just use that one i don't need right. to buy a new one okay. um because the apple pencil the hardware is the same right they didn't update that one no right okay so right and then why am i canceling this um <laughs> because i do have an ipad in uh, around the house um and because, like, I, I feel like this is just a hype because I just watched an Apple keynote. And, you know, iOS 11 is still in beta for a couple of months. Um, meaning, if I bought this, by the way, the delivery, estimate delivery is July, um, I mean, uh, June 13th, so next week, I guess it would be here. Um, so it, that means I would either use an iPad with iOS 10, which is useless to me um or use an ipad with beta buggy software for like four months or whatever um whatever you probably you would have probably stopped using it by the time the os got right beta. <laughs> right so i canceled the order because even though i really i am excited and i feel like i'm gonna love this it's gonna take a while until it's right there and in the meantime mm. i could you know try it out here in the iPad that I have in the house, even though it's not my iPad and I can't really use it for right. real. Yeah. Um, if I could try, I could like test it. So I feel like that's what I'm going to do. Also, mm. these things are pretty cool. expensive. Like it's more expensive than, uh, than an iPhone. It's, I feel yeah. like the configuration that I got was just a Wi-Fi model. So no 3G. Uh, it was like 850 euros. So oh. it's not a cheap, thing right yeah no it's definitely it's expensive. pretty expensive it's like a, yeah. you know and because i'm not sure that i will use it so right. yeah okay so that's why i'm canceling it cool going um, to your senses yeah look at me <laughs> so responsible <laughs> who am i talking to i know what what did you do with rafa barcelona man it changes you <laughs> okay <laughs> Um, right. Uh, so that wasn't the last hardware announcement of the day. Um, no, they had a one last thing, not a one more thing, one last thing. <laughs> that was number six. Uh, right. <laughs> and that is not the Siri speaker, it is the home pods. Can we just take a moment to laugh at how ridiculous that name sounds? <laughs> the HomePod. If you thought High Sierra was stupid <laughs> and silly, HomePod. I just can't. HomePod. Seriously? Like, why? Why are they clinging to the iPod brand when it's already old? In this, I think sure, it has it more to do music. with the AirPods brand than the iPods brand at this point. Oh, but... You think so? Yeah. But even the well, okay, well, because they did say something like just because, just how we revolutionized, you know, music, portable music with the iPod, we're revolutionizing whatever music in the home with HomePod. I know why they call it that. They call it that just for the pun on Apple.com. <laughs> says welcome home pod oh. <laughs> oh this is so bad <laughs> okay let's try 
Anyways. Can we come up with our own name? I really don't want to keep saying HomePod over and over again. No. Can we say the Siri speaker or the canister? Yeah. Well, it's not even a canister shape. Um, it's like um, yeah, I would call it <laughs> the roll of toilet paper. <laughs> I think that's what the white one looks like. <laughs> um, so yeah, okay, uh, let's talk about this HomePod thing. Um, it is kind of like an Amazon Echo, meaning it has microphones. It can listen to what you're saying and it can take queries and, you know, just like Alexa, but I'm going to, I'm going to go on a limb and say not as good because hashtag Siri. Um, but not only is that is also like a home speaker, something like a Sonos, right? Which they're very popular. Um, and so it kind of like, you know, you wouldn't replace a Sonos with an Amazon Echo, for example, or a Google Home. Because it's not really the same thing, uh, even though they do have a speaker, but it's not really ma- like made for that. So Apple is trying to tackle these two uh, different uh, product categories into one, which makes a lot of sense. Um, it's not really that surprising. Um, it's a bit surprising that they didn't even mention like Beats. Uh, I was not expecting them to, to like brand it as a Beats product, but at least, you know, Beats technology, uh, because they do own a speaker and a headphone company, uh, then and they release like a speaker and not use it, uh, not even mention anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know, I looks... don't love the Beats brand personally, and I think like people it has very bad connotations for people who know anything about audio. <laughs> So, that is true, but I mean, but they have it. They own it, right? And they sell a lot of Beats sure. headphones, and like they own it. They, they own the brand, right? So. But I think Beats means heavy bass speakers, um, which this might not be. Uh, and mm-hmm. so, by mentioning it, that it is like Beats powered or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. would kind of lead people down the wrong, okay. wrong path. That's fair. And I, I don't think that. it's a brand that they want to maintain really like they're supporting it for mm-hmm. now but i think it's gonna like fizzle out uh, i well i don't think so because i don't see them releasing like the equivalent of a beat solo like an apple branded headphones just because of that just because i don't see them branding headphones as apple headphones that's why i don't think they're gonna phase it out yeah i kind of agree that for new product categories like the airpods it was different enough that it didn't use the beats brand but Anyway, uh, that does make sense. That does make sense. Um, so, what about this HomePod? Uh, it is Siri based. All of the Siri functionality, it sounded like it was just music. Yeah, focused. they really downplayed that. Yeah, what the hell? I like, just... I hope that it's more capable than just playing music. <laughs> it's like right? they they spent like half an hour talking about how good of a speaker it is, and then. Five seconds saying like, oh, and by the way, you can also do everything else with Siri. And I was like, okay, like, didn't you want to tell us a bit more about that? <laughs> Apparently right. not. Right, right. It almost feels like they're not, com- not, not competing with like Google Home, for example. Yeah. At least in all their marketing thing, like the, the, they're just focused on music. I mean, it's called the HomePod, right? Uh, so that doesn't give me a lot of hope that you know this is this is a good not replacement but this is a good alternative to uh amazon echo or google home which a lot of people like love 
right? It's, it's a, it's, people love their Echoes. Uh, mm-hmm. Everyone that I know that has one or a Google Home, they really like it. They, 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 I, don't, I don't know anyone who regretted getting one. And I was like, I was waiting on it. Uh, I was not really into it. Not sure if it was awesome. But, you know, for a while now, I was like, yeah, I'll, I know I'll get one. Like, it, this is a established new product category. There's, you know, usefulness in it. And people seem to like it. So I wasn't like, I will eventually get one of these. But I was just waiting for Apple. Let's see. Hey, let's see what you come up with, right? Before I yeah. do make a purchase. Mm-hmm. And now when they finally showed to us what they've been cooking, I was like, I'm like. <laughs> what they've been <laughs> cooking? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Good job. Cool. Tim um, will be proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> so i was just saying uh yeah this as an amazon echo uh, alternative it doesn't inspire right. me i guess i will wait and see for reviews and see how so okay Siri so performs let's uh let's put you on the record here would you buy this yes <laughs> okay all right yes i i will definitely be buying one as soon as i can mm-hmm. buy one yeah, no, uh, everyone here in the house said, yep, we're buying this. And I'm like, cool, yep, I guess so. Um, yeah, I, and like the main reason for that is like, as good as the Echo and the Google boxes, like, I'm just in the Apple ecosystem. And so this is the one to get for me. I'm mm-hmm. like all in on HomeKit. I'm all in on like Siri and the different Apple products. And mm. so I'm going to deal with the things that suck about this. Uh, and I'm going to also deal with the things that are great about this, which is the nice speakers and everything. So Stockholm syndrome is real, Kevin. Uh, I know I'm, I'm stuck here forever, but honestly, like <clears throat> the echo might be a little bit better, but I don't know. I, I, I have faith in Apple to keep making improvements to this and making it better. Um, Siri based. I have zero faith. <laughs> They'll get there. They'll get there. They yeah, still haven't because... released the um, the vocal IQ stuff. That apparently is amazing. So one of the things that happen. was on my wish list for this keynote was show me Siri improvements because mm-hmm. Siri is not just the thing that you have on your phone. Like you know, Google Assistant and and Alexa and all. They are moving away from just the phone they're everywhere and now with the little canisters they're like in the home like they are like omnipresent right you can just not think about it and trigger like say hey dingus or whatever and just talk to someone so these assistants are moving away from the phone and getting getting everywhere and being aware of not just like like with google the google assistant is proactive is aware of everything that happens um, reads all of your emails <laughs> i mean <laughs> For good or bad, that happens. Like I, like now, I was I was trying to um, do the check in online for my flight, and I literally just googled uh, tap, which is the the airline that I was flying, and I got all of the information of all of my tickets, and I bought tickets for me and a friend, so all of our both like both of our tickets, all of the info there, just by googling the airline, right? That 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 shit is amazing. Like it amazes me every time. Wait, but I'd be um, curious. Like, that doesn't mean that the the Google Voice Assistant would have given you that same flexibility, right? Like, I wouldn't think that I could ask Siri to book me 
plane tickets and that it would do a good job. No, here's, here's why Google Assistant is so good. Because basically Google Assistant is good because Google, the search thing, is, is great. Like mm-hmm. these, these answers to like trivia questions that you might ask is, is just typing in Google and you have the new cards. That, instead of just having to visit the website, like the, the result and you having to look for the result, it gives you the answer like instantly. That's kind of like what is powering the Google Voice Assistant. Um, so all of this is happening, is getting everywhere, is growing, is becoming more and more important in Apple and Siri. I've, I haven't seen any improvement or like any step on that direction. I mean, Siri, for some reason, it, 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 I feel like it's getting worse than it was before. Seriously, like... I think your tolerance is just getting lower. <laughs> Maybe that's also fair. I mean, maybe that's what's happening. But I feel like a lot of times it's just it's not it's not understanding my queries correctly. It's it's just it's just becoming dumber and dumber. Even stuff like I remember working, I just tried it and it doesn't work anymore. So anyway, so I was like, I want to see Apple. I want to see that Apple is focused and is investing in this and in Siri because. Even now, uh, WWDC, we've seen that they are pushing Siri as like on the watch, like you know, it's it's aware and it's offering you the little cards thing. And Siri is everywhere now. Siri is your DJ, so it's it's moving away from just a little voice assistant. Um, but I haven't seen anything that just gives me faith that the actual <laughs> Siri is getting better. It's like right. okay, now you're making you're putting Siri in more places, but. <laughs> That that's not good when Siri is not great, right? It's just it's just gonna be frustrated in more places. So, and with this HomePod, which is like oh my god, the name, uh, with HomePod is like okay, you are putting Siri on a whole new context, on a whole new uh, device, but like you're just saying, oh, uh, it'll be great for Apple Music. I was like, well. <laughs> I want to see more. I want to see Siri being a badass and, and just like in, in like competing with Google, like even the, the new, the, the one, I feel like the one feature that they show like, Oh, Siri can now do more is the translating. Like, how do you say something in Spanish or whatever? Um, I, I saw someone tweet like the exact same query that they demoed in Siri using Google voice assistant and it worked flawlessly. So it's like, Sure, even this that you're just showing, like new Siri functionality, Google has been doing that for, for a while. Like it's not new, it's not great, it's not something to be super proud of. <laughs> right. So that's why I'm not, I'm not super enthusiastic about this, to be honest. All right. Well, I think on that note, we should uh, probably uh, probably end the show. Um, um before we do. Oh, by the way, and one the one glaring omission that f- regarding HomePod is, sure, they they touted the fact that oh, it knows your uh, music library, it knows your preferences. So if you just say, hey, play something that I like, it will get it. But when you now have something on your home, it's not on your phone, which is a very personal device anymore. So if I have this HomePod in my home and I say, hey, play my favorite artist, um, what happens if my girlfriend? triggers you know homepod like what happens is if well i don't but if i have kids and they play with homepod like they like to 
say you play something, something like how does it handle uh, shared libraries and shared accounts and shared, um, yeah, music libraries and stuff like user accounts? How does it handle that? I have no idea, but I'm really curious to yep, know. I have no this idea is, either. I feel like this is a big thing that you have to figure out when you put something on your home, right? Mm -hmm. It's not a one user device anymore. Um, yeah, and I'm sure we'll learn Apple, more about that in like the coming months. I'm uh, sure before it, I'm sure it, it comes out. Um, um, so we'll see. Okay, so there goes my one hour show. <laughs> it's on two hours now. So we probably going to have a lot more to say on all this. We can <laughs> we can just like went through real quick. Uh, There's a lot of stuff that I I know that I missed, uh, and I'm sorry about that. Uh, also, all the oh, all the AR thing on iOS. We <laughs> we just just forgot about it um so probably next week we're gonna have a lot of follow-up um but before we go i asked uh, on twitter if uh, any of you have any questions sure or yeah let's do lightning round WWE. style and we do have some so kevin would you like sh should we just go through it um okay lightning boom boom sam sam sofas hi sam uh sam asks uh I, well, I guess it's directed to me. I want to hear how disappointed you are about the lack of stories in settings. <laughs> um, uh, I'm very disappointed. Um, okay, Mac. No. <laughs> uh, Mac of Mie said, um, do you think the new uh, file app makes iPad a viable design business tool? Yeah. No, yeah. next. Uh, no, just kidding. Well, it, it certainly helps a lot, but not really on the design specific realm I, I feel like as a business tool it helps a lot but for design like until i can open sketch files or something um even if if even if it would just be like yeah. okay you don't have sketch on ipad but at least like you can like do the markup thing on a sketch file for example you know just have like a list of artboards and you can annotate and and work on that uh, i don't know but i, I do think the markup feature is the best feature uh and this new um in this new iOS version for designers. Um, I think I'm going to use this a lot. So, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Friend of the show, uh, CJ Malagrido, uh, asks us thoughts on the new app store design. I, uh, I think it's safe to say that we both love it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we, we kind of already uh, kind of talked about yeah. it, right? Um, <laughs> but, yeah, and our thoughts about on everything, basically, uh, we're going to have more thoughts next week as well it's just like yeah first impressions but yeah i love it uh it's now well yeah right now it's probably my favorite ios 11 app all right uh marc-andre julien asks your top three features uh on the keynote or like ios on um, ios yeah on ios well what makes you think it's just on ios hmm? why do you think it's just ios oh I, I guess not. Yeah, I yeah. guess across all platforms then. Okay, so, well, let me just say top three things that I'm most excited about. Um, you want to go first? <laughs> sure, I'll go first. Um, so first one for me is the dock on the iPad. I think like the, those multitasking features are really awesome. Um, second one would be photo editing in the Photos app. And my third one uh, would probably be... Hmm, that one's a little bit harder. Um, does drag and drop count? Sure. Cool. 
I'll, I'll go drag and drop. I think it's a cool interaction. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm gonna put the whole drag and drop in the spaces UI thing on the iPad is probably number one. Uh, well, the order is kind of hard. Um, so that is definitely one. Uh, to be honest, I love the screenshot thing, annotation thing. <laughs> uh, maybe it's not my top three features, but I love that. Um, yeah. And I just love how Apple kind of like slapped everyone in the face saying, hey, we do care about Macs. Shut up for once. Um, like, I love seeing like Macs that are just so good right now even though we, uh, we can buy one and even though i won't be able to afford one <laughs> most likely <laughs> um it's just good to see that there's more commitment and like all of my friend uh my, my friends vr developers and designers can now like the mac is a viable option for them like they don't need to abandon ship because they want to pursue this specific tech area if that makes sense like i, I mm. it's just i really like to see them the commitment like hey yes we're still here here's something that was cool but yeah does that does that cover it? i don't it's it's kind of cool. hard the whole thing was super um overwhelming like i'm still trying to digest everything it was a lot mm-hmm. it was a lot there so anders cravis says they nailed it but why not tell siri to play something on an apple tv and have it send audio over the home pod anti-climactic ending what do you think about this I think this is a very good point. Like, HomePod could be an Apple TV type of thing, right? Or even like Apple TV work mm-hmm. as a HomePod. Well, I guess it doesn't have this, the the microphones. But so I feel like this what Anders is saying here. So like, say something to to play on the Apple TV. Uh, I guess it's not really uh, an alternative to the HomePod because that means that you have to have your phone with you and you have like to trigger Siri. And even though it, it sounds, it, it's kind of like it's similar because you do have the A Dingus trigger word. It's not really the same thing. Like once you have, once you play with the Alexa or a Google Home, it's it's a very different experience when you do have a device with very good microphones that you can just trigger when you're like anywhere in the house really or like in yeah. your room, I guess. Um, so I don't think just having the Hey Dingus on your phone or your watch would be a good replacement for that. Um, but I I do believe that HomePod will be aware of an Apple TV just because it's another AirPlay device. Um, they did demo like, well, didn't demo, but they did mention that you could have multiple um, HomePods in your, in your house. And with the new AirPod, um, not AirPod, the new AirPlay uh, 2, um you can you can have like audio playing in different like in 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 multiple uh devices across the room so i guess apple tv and if it's connected to your tv and your sound speaker uh system i guess it's another airplay device that you can play uh, through so for example if you have a home pod on your kitchen um and you could just say play on my kitchen and on my living room on my Apple TV, I guess that that works. But I do agree that it was kind of weird that they didn't they didn't even acknowledge the Apple TV as a thing. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I think it might be a, a tough like challenge to make that work because mm-hmm. uh, just like think about like if your TV is turned off and like not set up properly, mm-hmm. then the HomePod has to like somehow connect to your Apple TV, talk to your Apple TV. 
tell it to turn on the TV and then like have it like transfer some sort of either like through AirPlay stuff there, but probably not like you'd want it to navigate throughout the interface because it doesn't have the media on the HomePod. So it might just be a bit too complicated for the kind of like processor that they have in, in the HomePod. Would be cool though. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So you just sent me a my message. Someone uh, tweeted um, new control center stories. They mocked up stories in the control center. Yeah. This is my life now. <laughs> 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 Even um, today, uh, I was uh, someone mentioned me on an article on Mashable. So I am on Mashable really? because of this stupid stories thing. I know it's like nice. a first world problem, but it's like <laughs> you know I can't escape it now. Um, that's cool. <laughs> cool. cool. Uh, all right. Last but not least, Andrew Solomon asks, "What happens when you don't have a 3D touch phone but want to activate AirDrop?" Yeah, that, that that's exactly what I was asking you. Um, wait, do, your iPhone six doesn't have a 3D touch, right? It doesn't. So yeah. you can try this. Wait, but where? is airdrop oh i guess it's like the screen mirroring airplay thing oh wait i think that's what he's wait the bluetooth doesn't even oh no 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 airdrop is on when you 3d touch the uh wi-fi airplane mode thing it's like an extra setting oh okay right um so you just stop and hold Takes a bit of time, but then that was a boring answer. So, yep. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Is that it? Um, Oh, Ollie says uh, thoughts on HomePod Siri. I guess we covered that one. Um, Yep. So, yeah, that's that's it. Cool. All right, we did it. Two hours. Short show. Two hours. Two hours and twenty something. Short show. Okay. Uh, now I'm gonna play with this beta. Probably um, try not to install the Mac OS, um, the High Sierra on my iMac tomorrow, but then fail and install it anyways. No, um, why? We'll why? All right. Thanks so much to <laughs> Shopify for sponsoring Layout uh, this week. Um, you can find out. You can find all the show notes at layout.fm. That's our websites. You also have like a way to send us an email there. Um, if you want to follow along in. Uh, get into the conversation and talk to us about this and about anything else really Uh, just go to spectrum.chat and we do have a layout frequency there um, and a story well is it called story a post whatever story for this uh, episode so episode 60 look for that and let's talk about all of the WWDC goodies what did we miss Uh, if you have any extra questions or if you have your thoughts any opinions just shoot 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 a message there um and I think that's it. Oh, we're uh, at Layout FM on Twitter if you want to follow us there. And we're getting worse and worse in our outros every week. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There's no order, no structure whatsoever. I am tired. Okay, <laughs> bye, dude. Okay, bye. Bye.